This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's great to be back, despite the March weather. And by this time tomorrow, voting will be over in the PC leadership race, at least if the party brass don't change their minds about an extension, another extension of the voting period. Doug Ford is doubling down on his demands for just that, saying that some of the people running the party are incompetent, that there are still problems despite the interim leader's assurances that all is well and everything has been fixed. And uh, now uh, I'm seeing some news about yet another problem with the voting. And uh, it seems or the allegation is that some members were able to get their registration numbers by email while everyone else had to wait to get it by snail mail or by courier. So uh, that's another thing to delve into. We will be talking to Doug Ford shortly. There's also the matter of what appears to be a feud between him and Christine Elliott, who are both the front runners. Are uh, they just going to make nice when the winner is announced, or is this the beginning of some kind of big split? Uh, the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, let us Let's go to Jenny Byrne, political advisor for the Conservative Party of Canada and political consultant and president of Bradgate Research Group, John McEtitian. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Okay, uh, so Jenny, let's start with you. Um, is all this uh, toing and froing over the voting process going to amount to anything, in your opinion? I, I don't think so. There, 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 you know, has has this process been been flawless? Uh, far from it. Uh, it was organized in a very short period of time, uh, but there's coming into the home stretch. Uh, there, there are always these uh, concerns and uh, um, issues brought up by campaigns. Uh, Forty-five thousand people have. Have already voted, which is more than what has ever voted uh, in a leadership race um, in the uh, in the party's history, which I think is great. There was only, um, you know, 37,000 people that voted in the 2015 uh, leadership race, for for example. So, um, you know, all the candidate candidates have been meeting from or campaigns have been meeting from what I've been told on out on a daily basis, which is unusual as well for the last couple weeks. So I think that uh, uh, I think that come. Saturday afternoon, um, we'll have a leader. Okay, John, what's your take on this? I agree with Jenny. I think this is uh, much ado about nothing. It's really just, um, uh, you know, when you get this close to the end and you know you've got some people who haven't voted yet and they're trying to, you get very frustrated as a candidate, and that's all we're hearing, really. Uh, is is this uh, a matter of um, Doug Ford? I mean, I, I will ask him in a few short minutes if he's going to accept the result. Is he just blowing smoke because uh, he's not quite the front runner at the moment? 
Well, I'm, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I, I guess we'll hear when he's, uh, when he's, on, uh, he's on shortly. I think that, um, you know, uh, emotions run high, as, uh, as John knows as well, in, in leadership campaigns, all of them that I've ever been part of or watched from the sidelines at this point. And, and I think that um, at the end of the day, uh, Doug has said that he's going to run, regardless of who's going to be, uh, be the leader, and I expect that that will be, that will be the case. Uh, and John, what about this, uh, what seems to be late breaking that uh, some, uh, you know, VIP types in the party, former MPPs, people like that, were able to get their codes by email rather than having to wait for them? Is, is that a big deal? No, it was a test done early in the process to uh, test the process. Uh, it was nothing unusual. It was done at the very outset. Uh, and it's something that they uh, that they looked at for doing for everyone, and the cost would have been prohibitive, from what I've been told. Ah, okay. Well, that's that's an explanation, I guess. Um, moving right along, uh, I have to say that uh, I was surprised when I saw uh, Doug Ford go after Christine Elliott in the debate. Um, is this just, you know, the back and forth of a fairly close leadership race, or is this kind of the harbinger of some kind of uh, split in the party, Jenny? I don't think it's a split. I think that um, uh, leadership races are usually the, um, the, the, the they're, they're so much more personal than a general election uh, because it's, it's family, so to speak. Um, I think that, uh, you know, criticism of, of candidates uh, is fair. Um, and uh, uh, it, 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 it's, it's natural in a leadership race. So I think that at the end of the day, um, come Saturday uh, evening, I think all candidates uh, will put aside uh, the last uh, month and, uh, and we'll all uh, be on stage together. John? I think Jenny's absolutely right. Uh, look, uh, if anything in this leadership race, uh, people have been amazed that Doug Ford has been calm and collected, and they're used to seeing much more the outrageous guy that he's been in the past. And, and it says a lot about his personal political development. And all he's been doing, I think, uh, like all the candidates, has been trying to differentiate themselves from each other and make it clear for people that there's a choice uh, who to vote for. And, and that's nothing really different than you would expect anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you see uh, there, there definitely seems to be different camps, uh, you know, on ideological uh divides, you know, one what we would call a red Tory and the other socially conservative. So how do those come together and and how do you see kind of the breakdown in terms of of which side is bigger? Well, if I can, I I think... uh uh, you're pointing to, in part, what uh, led to Patrick's uh, problems is that he told uh, a significant portion of the party, the social conservatives, that he didn't really need them or want them, uh, and their views, uh, you know, weren't really, didn't really matter to him. I think in this leadership race, um, the four candidates have been reaching out to anyone and everyone, saying that the right place for anyone who describes themselves as any type of conservative belongs on, in the Ontario PC party. And I think that's what we're going to have going into the election. Jenny? Yeah, I think uh, the, the Conservative Party is stronger, uh, strongest when, uh, when different um, uh, ideologies or the priorities of different Conservatives, we all work together. Stephen Harper was very successful, you know, fiscal Conservatives. Uh, democratic reformers, the social conservatives all had a place. Mike Harris was very uh, successful at that, too. And when conservatives 
uh, leaders do that successfully, we, we do well as a, as a party. So um, I think that um, we'll see how the, how the breakdown goes, goes down uh, in terms of, of, the, uh, of the votes. But the one thing that you know, we, can, we can point to, for example, is the carbon tax. All four candidates standing on stage have said that they do not support a carbon tax, which is a, a, like a, a, a definite contrast to going after uh, Kathleen Wynne in the next election. Well, yeah, except that uh, none of those four candidates have have said exactly how they're going to make up that $4 billion, except, of course, we're going to find efficiencies and savings, which, uh, you know, is is a little bit on the vague side. Well, and they're they're going to have to come up with that um, uh, when they, whoever is elected leader is going to have to get a team in place as quickly as possible and releasing their platform included, including a full costed um, analysis with that platform is going to be expected. Well, exactly. I don't think that's good enough for voters. No, they'll have to. They'll have to. They'll have to show where they plan on uh, uh, where they plan on uh, on uh, getting their savings uh, that was a costed costed for in in the former platform. And, and if we could be fair to the premier here for a moment, uh, the reality is uh, her government has wasted billions and billions of dollars uh, so that if we just stop that foolishness, uh, there would be ample money available to fund the platform. Well, yeah, that's what everybody says. But until until you get in and look at those books, you know, that's um, it's it's uh, it's a little vague. Anyway. Agreed. Yeah, yep. let's let's get to the phones because people are lining up. Uh, we've got Joyce in Scarborough. Hi, Joyce. Oh, uh, hi, Libby. Um, okay, I've always been a, a Ford supporter. I don't think Elliot has the cojones uh, to to be a match uh, win. And now with the Ontario deficit that was supposed to be balanced. Um, but anyway, back to to Elliot and and Ford. Um, I don't think Elliot's up to it, but for your guests to say that everything's hunky-dory about the voting process, I don't agree. Anyway, thank you very much. Okay. Uh, we have another call on the voting process from Tony in Niagara. Hi, Tony. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Okay, I've had uh, problems uh, from day one. One morning, about two and a half weeks ago or so, I should have marked it all down, but I didn't, I got an email from the Ford office for a membership, for the $10 membership. Mm-hmm. See, I already have my membership uh, card for, uh, for, uh, for the federal, but uh, so make a long story short, I went through it all and I said, okay, I need a credit card. So I said, I'll get back at it later. So in the afternoon, I went to my car, got my credit card, came back here, and guess what? I got on and then all of a sudden, bingo, it was like a virus just shut me off completely. So I said, what the hell is going on here? So I went on the website for like Ford uh, for leadership, whatever, or a phone number or whatever, and everything was not on Google at whatsoever. So I called up Ottawa and I asked about to, to give me a number or something so I can get a hold of their office. And he said to me himself, I, "We have nothing on here. It's like everything's been blanked off." So make a long story short, I went to Niagara Falls to shoot some pool with my buddies, and I talked to some, and they had the same problems. Okay. And, and did you try again uh, another day? Because they, were, they uh, no, probably uh, were well, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I tried two, three days after. But I was going to Toronto, so what I did was this, right? Like, he's a hard kind of guy to get a hold of, because it's like hush-hush everything. Something's wrong here. Okay, just, uh, uh, just can you shorten the story a little bit? Did you, were you able to get in and, and get your membership and vote? No, nothing. So I went to Toronto, and I went to that body shop where uh, his brother's photos on the 400. 
and I went to speak to those guys because I said they must know about him, and they took my number down and address and everything else, and no one got a hold of me. So make a long story short, I can't vote. Well, you, you have until uh, tonight to register. Yeah, but I have no, no membership, like the $10 membership thing. Oh. I don't have anything. Well, that's, that's um, too late. I'll, I'll uh, let them respond, but I, I know that both the Ford and the Elliott camps had, had, uh, were advertising phone numbers and places to go if you had difficulty. But, Tony, I'm going to let you go, and Thank I'm going to let uh, Jenny and John uh, respond. Well, well the, the, the campaign, the former campaign manager and me, um, I, I, I can I can say that if, if I was uh, Doug Ford's people, I, I would not be happy hearing that that story because that's one uh, that's one less vote that uh, that you've got. Assuming that that's I, I, I'm assuming that that's who he's he supported. He would have supported. Um, I, I can't speak in terms of of not finding a website. I've gone on the website for all of the candidates to to check it out um, over the course of the of the leadership race, and I didn't have any problems. Well, finding, yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure why you would you would find a body shop. <laughs> Or 400 uh, trying to get sorted out. Uh, No offense, Tony. Just uh, I'm not sure that that you looked for help in the right places. Um, Okay, uh, let's take another call from Keith in Stouffville. Oh, hi, Libby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these people that are on there, I'd like to ask that one guy how he what did Doug Ford say that was so outrageous to him? Because uh, you talked about Doug Ford saying something. Outrageous. No, I don't think I don't think it, he said Doug Ford. You're having trouble voting as well. Yes, for sure. I got to tell you what happened. Maybe. Can, I just need My, to wrap it up because Doug yeah. is is waiting, and yeah, uh, we okay, want to get his talk. Doug t- likes t- to hear this. I, my wife went online and signed us up. I wasn't at home. I was working, and she put my, you know, my name in and put money in, and and got her, and and for hers also. Now she got her thing in the mail, but not the that number that you're supposed to have so you can vote. She got that in the mail two weeks ago, and I'm still waiting to get mine. And this person that was on the line, this is what my wife told me, asked, uh, "Well, what? Who will you be voting for?" And she she said, "Christine Elliott." And what about your husband? He's voting for Doug Ford. Well, I don't have my neck. There would be no one there that might say, oh, I'll lose this one. Uh, what is going on? There is something going on, and I don't think Doug Ford is, is, is uh, you know, there's something wrong with him because he, he's, it's right. I'm okay, you well, that, that's a pretty serious charge. Yeah, it uh, is a serious charge, and I'm telling you, that's happened right now. I'm going to go to the mail here at, uh, in Stouffville and, and see if anything's in there. It won't be in there in time anyways because I won't have that number, you know, that I can vote for Doug Ford. Okay, well, uh, we're going to be talking to him in a minute, so I'm going to yep. let you okay, go. Okay, that's great. Thanks, um, Thanks, and, and Thank uh, we'll see about that. And, uh, John, uh, we have to say goodbye to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Pleasure as always. Okay. Um, and we are uh, just uh, waiting to get uh, Doug on a better line. And uh, let's go to uh, Cecil in Mitchell. Hi, Cecil. Hi. I'm one of these guys that I went today to uh, get my pin, and it still hasn't come, and that'd be the second time they sent it. Uh-huh. They sent it about last Friday, so I want a phone number to get a hold of somebody. And or I even was on Doug Ford's website and, and put a name my name in yesterday that I didn't get my pin yet. Uh-huh. And I'd renewed my subscription with a, or a membership, with a three-year membership, and I haven't heard nothing. And even the people up here that I know 
because um, our fellow up here took a bunch of names down last Friday, and 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 there's a, still a few that haven't got their pins. Um, they wouldn't let them let them bring the pins up to up here. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so. Uh, remind me again when you signed up. What day? I signed up in uh, um, Hello? February eighth. Um, I want to do it. I renew my membership. Okay. Um, I think uh, we have Doug Ford on the line now. Hi, Doug. Hi, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, well, I don't know if you've been. Uh, oops. What's hello? Yeah, I'm still there, Libby. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I don't know if you've been listening, but I've been hearing from some callers who are still having trouble signing up. They say they've signed up and haven't gotten an opinion yet. One of the guys uh, couldn't figure out how to sign up. Uh, you know, what's your take on this? Yeah, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell the listeners uh, where we're at. It's scandalous as far as I'm concerned. They have less than 25% of the people have voted. 75% have not voted. There's 195,000 members, 155,000 people have not been able to vote. My own mother can't vote for me. She hasn't received uh, the email yet. I've never, ever, ever seen anything like it. Uh, it's uh, total incompetence on on LEOC, which is a, a committee formed by the executive of the PC party, and they've, they've dropped the ball. They've taken away the Democratic right of 155,000 people, and they just don't care. And what, what bothers me the most, Libby, is we have three candidates all saying... Uh, Tanya, Caroline, myself, all saying you got to extend it. None of us know if it's going to benefit us or not. But we're just saying we'd rather win or lose based on letting everyone vote, uh, able to vote. Then we have Christine saying, no, 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 I don't care about the Democratic process. I don't care about 75% of the membership. Uh, I don't care if it's only 20-some-odd percent that have voted. We're just going to move forward with it. I've, I've never seen anything like it ever in 30 years of being in politics. Well, they say that uh, more people have voted than ever before, 40,000. Um, but that's are, irrelevant. Pardon? That, that is totally irrelevant. Okay. When there's 200,000 members and only 40,000 people have voted, that's less than 20%. These are motivated voters, a traditional uh, election, just the average election, 60%. So when you have motivated people that paid $10, they're committed, uh, they're excited to vote, and all of a sudden their democratic rights being taken off them, because of the party's incompetence, that, that, that's the reason I say we got to get rid of the insiders, got to get rid of the political establishment, political elites, because they're all surrounding the candidate uh, that they, they want to win, in, including, including some of the executives. So some, something's wrong, something's broken in our party, and that's why we have to get elected and make sure we clean house. Uh, assuming that uh, the vote goes ahead as planned, the announcement goes ahead on Saturday, are you going to accept the result? Well, let, let's see what happens on, on Saturday. Let's see how well, many people get registered, see how many people are, are going to vote. Are, are you saying that you're, too many. that you're not necessarily going to accept the result? Well, I, wa- I want to see how many people are allowed to vote, and uh, we'll make that decision then. And, uh, you know, it's, it's frustrating when your own party is suppressing the vote against, against the people that actually paid the $10 to pay for the, this broken system that I hear is over a million dollars. So what will you do if you decide not to accept the vote, Doug? I'm sorry? What will you do if you decide that, that uh, the result isn't the right result? What do you plan to do about it? 
Well, if the if the right results, I'll be very clear: win or lose, I'm not going to be happy about the system that they put in place. We're going to show these people the door and get proper people in there that that can actually run the executive. Because this this executive is an absolute disaster, and uh, we we have to show them the door. Win or lose, I got to go on record here. I don't flip flop like the other candidate. Um, win or lose, I think we need a complete review. We have to see where, where the system failed, and I, I believe I know where the system failed. They they were disingenuous disingenuous with us by saying everything was mailed out uh, on the 23rd. They they weren't truthful whatsoever. Found out later it was on the 28th. Why did they go to a voting system that tens of thousands of seniors don't have computers? They can't vote. It's a difficult system even if you do have a computer to try to figure out the system. Why we couldn't go for 125 124 riding associations, they all have associations, they all have presidents. We could have easily set this up in a day, got a paper ballot, saved a million dollars, and uh, it would have been transparent. But right now, it's, a, it's, a, it's anything but transparent. Um, moving along, um, you seem to be, uh, you've been uh, pretty harsh in your criticism of uh, Christine Elliott, who uh, somebody who uh, you say is a friend. Is, is this a big rift or are you going to make nice uh, on Saturday after uh, you see who is the winner, assuming it's likely to be one of the two of you? Or um, yeah, is this with, a big Christine rift? And I, Christine and I, we've, we've talked about this. This is not personal. This is about showing the difference. We have one shot at this, Libby. We failed 15 years in a row. We have one shot to save this province. We can replace Kathleen Wynne. We all know Kathleen Wynne's on our way out. The question is, are we going to replace Kathleen Wynne and the Liberals with another Liberal like Christine, just under another banner, or do they want a fiscal conservative like myself? It's going to save them money, put money in their their pockets, hold the political elites, the political establishment, the, all the insiders and the cronyism, that surrounding the other campaigns, the same insiders have been running this party for 30 years, or do you want the grassroots people, grassroots people to uh, to run this, this party? Uh, Doug, uh, there was a poll out today which shows that in a general election, uh, your party would have a better chance with the moderates, uh, Christine or Caroline, as opposed to you. What's your reaction to that? That's just absolute, uh, furthest thing from the truth, it's actually contrary to to that because I'm the only one that's, that uh, is able to win 10, 10 seats in, in Toronto. Uh, you know, uh, the GTA in Toronto, uh, we, we haven't won in, I can't even remember the last time we won seats in uh, Toronto. I think it was Mike Harris was the last outside of Raymond Cho that we, we helped. But I attract NDP voters, Liberal voters, and the NDP know that. So is the poll just wrong? I know wrong? Liberal friends that are terrified if I run. Are the, are, is the poll just wrong? I don't believe in polls. <laughs> I don't believe in polls, and they're biased. They're attached to a campaign. Every pollster is attached to someone's campaign. And I don't make deals. I've been crisscrossing the province, Libby, talking to MPPs and candidates. And if Christine wins, she's going to have a cabinet of 70 people. I, I don't do the backroom deals like they do. I, the only deal I make is with the taxpayers. I respect the taxpayers. And every single person, every MPP and candidate knows Doug Ford does not make deals. Unfortunately, if Christine, Christine wins, do you, makes deals. If, if Christine wins, um, after all the things that uh, you both have been saying to each other, do you think you'd be in her cabinet if she wins? I, you know, so I'm not worried about that. I'm not there to serve, uh, serve it just as a cabinet minister. 
I know I have more popularity with the common people than than all of them combined. Well, anywhere I go, the place is packed. No matter what town I go to, we have a full house. And people have come up to me and said, we've had ministers, we've had premiers, but no one's packed the room with a, more of a diverse crowd than you have, Doug. People have said I've been a lifelong Liberal member, lifelong NDP member. I've never been a member before. I'm joining because of you, not because of the PC party. That's the difference. I attract a wide range of, of voters and the grassroots people I represent. Okay. The team uh, represents the insiders and the political establishment and all the cronyism. Uh, Doug, we've got to wrap things up, but what I'm taking away from this is that uh, basically you've said uh, you are not necessarily going to accept the result on Saturday, assuming it is on Saturday, as a legitimate result. Let's see. Let's see how many people get registered. Let's see how many people vote. And it's uh, very disheartening to the 155,000 people that haven't been able to vote. And uh, there's people who've been members for years. My mother's been a member for 50 years, and her rights have been taken away. So this, this is concerning to democracy, and it's uh, scandalous as far as I'm concerned. Okay, uh, Doug Ford, uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. Uh, I'll see you, you. on Saturday uh, if the Saturday thing is not moved. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, Libby. Okay, Take bye-bye. Uh, okay, callers, uh, sorry I didn't get to more calls. I wanted to uh, clarify things with Doug Ford. Remember, Free For All Friday is coming up tomorrow, and uh, I just have a hunch that this is going to be the hot topic of the day. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to be talking to our trusted contributors from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. So uh, your pharmaceutical and medical questions... Uh, Get by the phone. We'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.